Hello, my name is Naya. I'm seven years old. I'm from Lebanon, Beirut. Welcome again to my podcast. In this podcast, we read a book and talk about it. We will learn today about the life of one of the greatest mathematicians. Today, we will read The Boy Who Loved Math, The Probable Life of, of Paul Erdouche. Then I am going to ask you some thinking questions. Don't worry, I will not ask you math equations. Please send me your answers and let me know what you think about the story. Sit anywhere that is comfortable for you. And once you're ready, let's read. The Boy Who Loved Math Then Probable Life of Paul Erdouche By Deborah by Deborah Hilligman. Pictures by Leon Pham. There once was a boy who loved math. He grew up to be one of the greatest mathematicians who ever lived. And it all started with one big problem. Paul Erdouche lived in Budapest, Hungary, with his mama. Mama loved Paul to infinity. Paul loved mama to infinity too. When he was three, mama had to go back to work as a math teacher. She didn't want anything bad to happen to Paul, so she left him with the one person she knew would take very good care of him. She left him with Fräulein. Fräulein had too many rules. That was the problem. Paul hated rules. He hated to be told when to sit still, when to eat, when to go to sleep. What could Paul do? He couldn't exactly solve the problem. But Paul knew that when summer came, Mama would be home with him all day, 100% of the time. So he taught himself to count really high, then to figure out how many days it will be until summer vacation. It made him feel much better to know the numbers. So Paul kept counting and thinking about numbers. One day, when he was four, Paul asked a visitor when her birthday was. When her birthday was, she told him, "What year were you born?" He asked. She told him, "What time?" She, she told him. Paul thought for a moment, then. He told her how many seconds she had been alive. Paul liked that trick. He did it off. Paul played with numbers. He added them together and subtracted them. One day, he subtracted a bigger number from a smaller number. The answer was less than zero. How could a number be less than zero? Mama told him, Numbers below zero are called negative numbers. Paul thought that was so cool. Now 
he knew for sure he wanted to be a mathematician when he grew up. But first, he had to tackle another big problem. School! Mama sent him to school, of course, when it was time. But Paul and school were not a good match. Paul could not sit still for long, so he got up and ran around the classroom. But that was against the rules. Oh, how Paul hated rules. How could he solve this problem? Paul told Mama he didn't want to go to school anymore, not for one more day, for zero days. He wished he could take days away, negative school days. He pleaded with Mama to stay home. Luckily, Mama was a warrior. She worried about germs a lot. She worried Paul could catch dangerous germs from the children at school. So she helped him solve his problem. She said he could stay home with Fourline. But, e but even Fourline was better than school, maybe 500 times better. Fourline and Mama did everything for Paul. They cut his meat and buttered his bread and got him dressed and tied his shoes. That was great. It meant Paul could think about numbers all day. Numbers were his best friends. He could always depend on numbers to be there and behave in the same way. Numbers followed rules. He didn't like rules in life, but he liked rules in numbers. And so Paul turned seven, then eight, then nine, and when Paul was ten, he fell in love with prime numbers. Prime numbers are special. They can't be divided evenly. A prime number can, can be divided only by itself and one. The first prime number is two, but that's the only even prime number. All the other prime numbers are odd. The numbers 3, 5, and 7 are prime. But not all odd numbers are prime. 9 isn't prime because you can multiply 3 times 3 and get 9. Paul had a, a lot of questions about prime numbers. Do they go on forever? Is there a pattern to them? Why is it that the higher up you go, the farther apart the prime numbers are? Paul loved to think about prime numbers. When he got older, Paul wanted to go to high school. He liked school 1,000 million times better. Now he made many friends, people his age, who loved math and were really good at it too. Paul and his friends did math together, all over Budapest. But Paul was the best. He loved being at the top of math and the top of towers and mountains and buildings too. He thought about math, whatever he was doing, 
wherever he was. By the time Paul was 20, he was already famous around the world for his math. People called him the magician from Budapest. But he still didn't, did not know how to do his laundry or cook his food or butter his bread. That was no problem. He still lived at home and Mama still did everything for him. But then one day... When Paul was 21, some mathematicians invited him to go to England to work on his math. Could he survive out in the world on his own? He rode the train by himself. He met mathematicians. They all went to dinner. Everyone else talked and ate. But Paul stared at his bread. He stared at his butter. He didn't know how to butter his bread. Finally, he took his knife, put some butter on it, and spread it on his bread. Phew, he did it. It wasn't so hard. Even though he could now butter his own bread, Paul soon realized that he didn't fit into the world in a regular way. He wasn't the kind of person to cook or clean or drive a car or have a wife and, and children. He wasn't the kind of person to live in one place and have one job. He was the kind of person to do math all of the time. And he still didn't like to follow rules, so he invited his own way to live. Here is what he did. Paul would get on an airplane with two small suitcases filled with everything he owned, a few clothes and some math notebooks. He might have $20 in his pocket or less. He flew from New York to Indiana and to Los Angeles. He flew across the world from Toronto to Australia. I have no home, he declared. The world is my home. And wherever he went, when he got there, the same thing would happen. A mathematician would meet him and take him home. The mathematician and Paul worked on math. Paul played with mathematicians epsilons. That's what's called children because an epsilon is a very small amount in math. And just as Mama had done friends all over the world to care of Paul, they did his laundry and cooked his food and cut open his grapefruit and paid his bills. Now Paul wasn't the easiest house guest. He made messes, big messes, like the time 
He got impatient and opened a tomato juice cartoon by stabbing it with a knife. And he often woke up his host at four o'clock in the morning and said, My brain is open. That meant he was ready to do math. He wanted to do math about 19 hours a day, every single day. 19 hours times 7 days a week. 133 hours a week. One time, when he was a young man, he broke a rule that got him into big trouble. He climbed over a fence to look at the radio tower. He got arrested. The police thought he was a spy. The FBI thought he was a spy. So they spied on him for years after that. Why did friends all over the world put up with him and take care of him, call him Uncle Paul and love him? Because Paul Erdouche was a genius and he shared his brain, he helped people with their math problems and gave them more problems to do. Plus, he was a math matchmaker. He introduced mathematicians all over the world to one another so they could work together. Paul knew that mathematician plus mathematician plus mathematician equal more and better math. Paul and his friends did so much great math. Paul showed his friends how to do new and better math in different ways. He even started some new kinds of math. Some of the math Paul and his friends worked on gave us better computers and better search engines on the computer. Also better codes for spies to use. Uncle Paul was generous with his brain and his money too. Whatever money he had, he gave away. He gave money to poor people and he offered prize money for untold math problems. Even when Paul got very old, he still did math. He did math while he played chess. He did math while he drank coffee. Lots and lots of coffee. He thought about math while he's playing ping pong with his best friends. All over the world, mathematicians still talk about and love Uncle Paul. Even people who never met him, they talked about their Erdos, Erdos number. If you did math with Paul, you get an Erdos number of one. If you worked with someone who worked with Paul, you, your Erdos number is two. People 
are so proud of their Erdush numbers. A long time ago, there was a boy who loved math. Numbers were his best friends. He grew up to be the man who loved math. Numbers and people were his best friends. Paul Erdush had no problem with that. The end. Did you enjoy the story, guys? Now let me ask you some thinking questions. Pause the podcast to answer them. Paul had no problem doing math, but what was his real problem? Where did Paul grow up? Paul's talent is math. Did you discover your talent yet? Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to my podcast on Google Podcasts and be ready to hear more exciting stories. Bye, friends. Until next time.